0: You're now
1: listening to the Talking Pictures Podcast, broadcasting from sunny Orange County, California. Filmmaker, journalist, and film historian Paul Booth. Aloha. Welcome to Talking Pictures with Paul Booth and my co host, Mrs. Kai Lovell. Today, we're going to talk about the Netflix internet world sensation that is Cobra Kai, the follow up only reboot, I won't say sequel, of. The Karate Kid from nineteen eighty-four, which was the most rented movie of nineteen eighty-five, to no surprise. It's directed <laughs> by John G. Abelson, the director of Rocky. This movie is totally in our lexicon. It is amazing that we're far enough into the world that people are now finding out about it and revisiting it because of Cobra Kai. On a side note, I can guarantee you that Kai and I probably rented this at the same video store. And wouldn't it be spooky if, like, we were waiting on the person to, re- to return it and it was, like, one of us? That would just be too weird. Nah. Uh, Cobra, Kai, Cobra Kai is um, a new, uh, not a new series, but it's new to Netflix. It was on YouTube TV. Thankfully, they made the decision to put it on Netflix, and that's where it just exploded. So it is... The first two seasons are two years old. The word on the street. Is that the third season is already wrapped, even though the pandemic halted so many things. So, of course, you know what? Let's just have fun with it. You can explain kind of what the pre story is that that lands us with Cobra Kai. Since a lot of audience uh, will only learn the pre story through going back. So, fire away with uh, Kai.
0: Er-mer-gerd, where do I begin? Okay.
1: So,
0: um, I have to say, little side note and I'm gonna have to just get this up at the beginning, because my name is Kai, my my uncle used to always call me Cobra Kai. So when I saw that this was on Netflix, I have to admit I was not into watching it. Like I was like rolling my eyes, like, what is up with Cobra Kai? How are all of these people trying to make these sequels to already amazing films that they're just gonna try to like ruin now and bring it back? Um, somehow, some way, I got suckered into it and I clicked on season one, episode one. And I was so nervous because it really does like pick up in a place that if you're a nostalgia lover, you are just obsessed with in like the first few frames. So long story long, back in the old days, the 80s, actually, there was an all-valley karate tournament and it ended like <laughs> Nintendo. The crescendo of the film was that the antagonist and the protagonist, the protagonist being, of course, Danny. And um, if anyone has ever seen Karate Kid, the original, the OG, you know that his last name is Russo. You got to say like you're from New York. And of course, his (laughs) arch nemesis, johnny lawrence i mean that guy just sounds like a jerk and he is a jerk like his whole character (laughs) show, karate kid is like the biggest jerk ever you totally love to hate him you want nothing more than larusso to kick his butt you love mr miyagi he's so dope he's like yoda but a human it's amazing and um it's very much for me as a star wars fan it's very much Star Wars, like the dark side's Cobra Kai, and of course the rebellion and the force um, is all the Jedis are part of Miyagi-Do. Anywho, um, you know, LaRusso takes home the W on that one, and then Johnny gets his um, Okole beat in the parking lot by his horrifying sensei, and we sort of like fade to black and move forward in our lives in other sequels to Karate Kid. I do love number two, but other than that, I sort of lost touch with what was going on with Karate Kid. So now you pick up with Cobra Kai and Johnny in Karate Kid was like super rich. And now he's like, living the nightmare not the dream like he's washed up he's super duper stuck in the 80s like he looks exactly the same but old so awesome like all of your friends if you run into them randomly at like Walmart or Costco and <laughs> like for someone who was a kid when this show was on originally to see it now oh murdered and it just gets even better like LaRusso's the man Johnny is not at all and he be wanting to bring back the this Cobra Kai situation. And in that um, journey for him, you really get to know him as the new protagonist. It's so weird. <laughs> and he's just so awesome and inappropriate and 80s. Like, I, I don't know if this okay. is sort of jumping around too much, but from the get go, I mean, he is telling kids, I'm a mom of two teenagers. If, if their sensei's ever told them what he tells his, um, his students, I would be like, you are never going to Cobra Kai again. Like, he tells them some super inappropriate <laughs> things and some super inappropriate ways to behave and he basically tells them that all millennials are just little spoon-fed brats that get trophies and everything that could be wrong and like super inappropriate to say to a kid. He says it to the kids which is exactly what they need to hear and which makes him such an amazing character. So you get to see him bring back his dojo. You get to see him meet up with his arch nemesis, Danny LaRusso, who's killing in at life and um really what that journey means for both of them and you kind of learn that like LaRusso was like a little butthurt and you know Johnny you kind of get where he's coming from with why he was such a jerk there's just so many references it's so awesome! And then the PS series is is that they both have kids, and their kids are now going to be like in these dojos against each other. And so, if you love action right. and drama, and you're kind of down with like a middle aged man karate soap opera, this is your gem.
1: <laughs> what do you think? <laughs> and it doesn't get you. Know, it's the way you put it. It doesn't exist. The middle aged male. And let me comment on what Kai was talking about the film because. If you haven't seen it by now, sorry, I'm going to spoil some things. Daniel LaRusso, the whole premise of why him and Johnny don't get along is because Johnny, who we don't know at the time of the film, had had really, really was into his girlfriend. We just take it as that pug that gets mad at you because you're talking to a girl. So Daniel LaRusso hitting on Allie. We won't get into Allie, but uh, hits on Allie. Johnny kicks his ass talks to Allie again, gets his ass kicked again. So to me, it was always this funny thing of just like, how many times are you going to get your ass kicked to talk to this girl? Now, back in the 80s, that's okay. Today, there's probably something I just said that's totally non-PC. Like, well, why wouldn't you get your ass kicked for me? But I'm going to go with, we don't need to be getting our ass kicked for any woman. So the whole deal of the karate and kai saying this is because one night when Daniel is pretty much going to get killed by the Cobra Kai, which is the name of a dojo Johnny belongs to. Mr. Miyagi the Yoda steps in, saves his life, and then the film is a great film about karate being used as, like Kai said, the balance, finding balance in your life, uh, only using karate as self-defense, and the All-Valley Tournament, Daniel ends up kicking Johnny's ass, and we don't know until they bring up this series that it like really messed up Johnny's life. So like Kai said, he's become the Oh, my God, I love that he drinks Coors Bullets. Like, <laughs> yes,
0: it's the best. It's so old school. Whoever, whoever came Camaro. up
1: with that was, like, I
0: mean like the everything. genius.
1: Everything. <laughs> everything. And he drives around listening to White Snake and Ari. Yes. <laughs> yeah. And I mean, who doesn't? and not and, and like I said, in the movie, He's the badass. He's from the valley, which some of you don't know is there's like the crappy part of the San Fernando Valley over the Hollywood Hill. or like there's the rich, uppity up, mucky muck, like just, you know, golf course version. And Allie yeah, like comes Encino from the golf course or version. <laughs> or Reseda. yeah, or Reseda. So there is the undertone of like Daniel's the kid from the other side of the 101 or 405. And Johnny's the kid who's got it made it made it all. So that's what Kai was saying makes this work because now we've caught up with them. Daniel has a bunch of car dealerships and has just made it, which it sets up a premise of he's made it because he won a karate tournament and got Allie, but she dumped him in the second movie because Elizabeth Shue didn't want didn't her salary wasn't high enough, so she didn't come back. But again, we'll let Alice right <laughs> Yeah, that's true, of course, right? There we go, right? She wasn't being picked. So I've been PC'd out a second time because Elizabeth (laughs) Hugh knew the box office, right? Okay, so sorry. Thank you for saving me, Kai, before I alluded to Allie not getting the right money. So, um, anyway, Allie apparently was this, (laughs) right? Allie was apparently this just huge part that sets up the soap opera. Between these guys, they're still metaphorically fighting over Ellie. Now, not going to say anything about how many fights have possibly gone on in the world over a non-biological male. So it's just funny that they're still kind of like she's still what sparked this. But so Cobra Kai now Johnny is going to start his own dojo, and they're going to see how it's now settled its score that. Daniel thinks it's over, but Johnny, where do you want to, I'll leave this to you guys. So Daniel thinks that it's over, but to Johnny, there's still like this 30 year old high school war going on. So what, so tell us what you thought about the series with that aspect.
0: So, um, I mean, let me ask you this. If you had a high school or childhood foe and you saw his face all over humongous billboards every single time you were like broken down at a stop sign or you had to do a california roll or wait at a red light in, in california traffic do you think that that would brighten your day or <laughs> bump your trip and there's still, like donnie is just being taunted by um larusso's success and um it's like Like Daniel's not even, Daniel's son's not doing anything particularly to Johnny. Like he probably hasn't thought about Johnny in a really long time because he's been busy thinking about like his awesome family, his amazing life, his multiple dealerships, and all of the amazing lessons that Mr. Miyagi (laughs) was teaching him throughout his life, you know? Um, But like Johnny's been on this other flow. And I think what's really cool is that it sort of begins His relationship with um, Miguel, who is his student, just to sort of lay out who some of the people are, really begins like LaRusso's and Mr. Miyagi's. But, I mean, of course, it was, like, not on purpose from Johnny. Like, Johnny is definitely a... um, he's a non-participatory hero. Like he's not trying to come to anybody's rescue for any reason. He sort of gets involved with something as a result of people involving themselves in his life. He's just trying to like eat a burrito and have a beer and everything just goes sideways. (laughs) And so he comes to, um, you know, he comes to Miguel's rescue. And as a result of that, Miguel being bright eyed, bushy tailed and really like getting bullied all the time, uh, very much like LaRusso, Daniel San, was having happened to him in high school, um, comes to Johnny to help him. And so it's just a very funny relationship. If you're familiar with um, Mr. Miyagi, he was so, you know, he was the king of like these one-liners, like wax on, wax off, teaching you lessons about life and about karate inadvertently through these tasks that teach you balance and like life skills. Once again, Yoda and then when you think about um johnny he's like i don't know when anakin skywalker goes over to the dark side but ultimately like becomes vader like before that there was the emperor who is of course sensei Kreese, who's like the worst human ever who has taught him all about the dark side The poor little feller he didn't even know he was on the dark side um so yeah i mean right. it's, it's super funny. Right. To watch him come to <laughs> where he is to be like a, you know, an accidental hero and, and like a person who is someone who's going to be like <laughs> the kid they're trying to model themselves after when he uses words, like don't be a loser or like his pep talks are like, we're going to kick ass because you're not <laughs> funny.
1: Well, I also too like Johnny, I think what the, what the thing does so well is that I think you absolutely have to, excuse me, if you can, at least be Karate Kid one before you watch Cobra Kai. You, it's been working well enough for people that, I mean, even one of the actresses who shot the show said she had never seen the Karate Kid movie, which I was so annoyed with because I was like, if you're getting to hang out with Billy Zabka, you should at least have seen Johnny Lawrence. Like I'm gonna, I'm gonna take my movie nerddom and just throw it to the wind here with like my professionalism. Uh, he, Johnny Lawrence is the perfect, like if there's and I and we're gonna go back to Kai and I earlier did an episode about something you could see from a few weeks ago about a film called Waikiki, and I dealt with bullying in high school, and he is like. The perfect bully. He's such a good bully that he got typecast to where people just wanted to cast him as bullies. Um, Even in Back to School, he's like the bully asshole type. Like, there's not fighting, but and it's just like, but that to me just shows how good he is. So Cobra Kai, we have middle aged soap opera. We definitely need to let people know that the first episode or so, especially if you're not familiar with the movie is a little bit slow because they obviously have to set up Johnny, uh, set up Daniel. Um, I was a little bit nervous during the first episode because I was like, okay, they might have dutted this up. But then I thought there's no way they did 10 episodes if uh, Ralph Macchio and Billy Zabka didn't agree to it. Like, it wouldn't have been something that it could have been bad. Uh, you would have just heard about it being shut down or some kind of lawsuit. So I knew that it had to be good. But Kai, I didn't know that was why you didn't want to watch it. Because I remember mentioning you to watch it and you were kind of hesitant. I was hesitant just because I wouldn't have been able to handle if they messed it up as bad as Karate Kid 3, 2 and 1. And that's what made me hesitant. To where one day I was just like really bored. And I'm like, what can kill five hours? I'm going to watch Cobra Kai. (laughs) <laughs> and then I was just floored. Like, is it, is <laughs> it, excuse me, sorry. I think it is absolutely pathetic as much as we give this, whatever you want to say, we're Cisco kids. as much as we're going to say. This is two thumbs up and we're still going to talk about it for another eight or 10 minutes, whatever you want to say. Great, great thing. See it, check it out. Definitely set aside two or three hours because you're not going to be able to turn it off. So don't think this is going to no, be, be your like one crack. episode a night. Yeah. It, it's totally like, yes, yeah, and it's so, and then, like Kai said, the nostalgia thing, it's got like the 80s music and it's got the 80s um, movie references, and then it's so good with references to the film. Like, they didn't mess that up. Like, uh, this will not spoil anything, but for those of you who know the film, like, when they said Daniel LaRusso is going to coach, I was like, oh my gosh, Daniel <laughs> LaRusso's going to fight. How did they come up with that? Did did you think? I mean, I was like, I'm in, this is the shit. I'm watching season two. Um, When he rubbed his hands together and then asked for a medic, I was like, oh my gosh. I was like, don't do it. Don't do it. Don't do the Miyagi trick. I'm turning it off right now. And um, as you can see, this gets '80s kids way too excited. Uh, there There was a one scene, I won't say what it was, but it was like, 30 seconds. This is how important the film is. And then I'll let go. I'll switch it over to Kai. But the reason why I recommended this, and it was such a great idea of yours to talk about it, because it goes from like number one to number four, or number two to number three on Netflix, um, was just the way this film, this show, limited series, had a way of just like, there was a 30 second scene where I didn't know you would see it two days later, but I felt like this 30 second scene And I was able to be like, Kai's going to flip over this. I just (laughs) knew. Like, I just thought, there's no way she's going to miss it. Like, we we were talking about this in the last couple weeks, and we've had in-depth conversations that were just, you would think, why are they even talking about Ducky so in-depth? But anyways, so that's what I liked about it, was that it was something that can just take you... Right back to a place that, let's face it, is 30 years gone, 35 years gone. And they just did such a good job with that.
0: Yeah, I agree. I <laughs> agree 100%. Like, I agree that if you're going to watch a show, you have to 100% you absolutely have to watch the movie first if you've never seen the original OG Karate Kid and I'm not talking about like um, Jaden Smith and Jackie Chan which it was dope don't get me wrong my kids love that movie but you have to have seen Karate Kid to know what all of these awesome little Easter eggs as the kids call them are that are hidden throughout this series it's so rad and it's like I need to say it that way it's so rad (laughs) (laughs)
1: um, oh it's it's
0: the yeah, it's the best. The first episode is like such a gateway episode. You're like, I'm just going to tip my toe in and I'll just see if I like how the water is. Like, I don't know. It might be too cold. I don't even feel like swimming. And next thing you know, you're on like episode four, you're in the deep end and you're so crazy ass hooked on Cobra Kai. It's not even funny. Um, I love that it is actually like a really good story of just these dads trying to do the right thing. I love that it gives them the opportunity to rise to the occasion as um, men and as adults and dealing with their feelings, which is so funny watching them try to deal with their feelings or even try to like deal with some of the things that have happened in the past. Um, yeah, I give it two karate chops up, you know, my two karate chops <laughs> <thumbs up. laughs> A couple of high kicks in there. Coffee, coffee. Uh, well
1: we do want to prepare people though that johnny is so non-pc but i think it was written that way because like he doesn't know what facebook is and he doesn't have an iphone so that the non-pc isn't like he's moved with the times it's just that he's still living in the 80s right
0: i feel like that's what makes this show work is that i i think everyone has been like like a fish out of water, our gills are gasping for some real, um, real inappropriateness that isn't like, what's the word I want to say? It's not vulgar. It's not like, um, like how some shows will be so vulgar or so like overtly sexual or so overtly, whatever, there's so much drugs or whatever. Like what I love about this show is that it's just overtly inappropriate in his perspective on things. Like he is, it's almost like you went down to, um, you know, where Cobra Kai studio is located and you dug up a crazy ass, um, what do we used to to bury when we were kids? Time capsule. Like he came out of a time capsule. Right, he's right, right, and right, Man. right, You know what I mean? Like he's the OG <laughs> and <laughs> Man. He's so 80s. and so classic. <laughs> you know? Oh my God. And,
1: In
0: case um, you
1: don't know. She's alluding to a nineties film with Pauly Shore and Brendan Fraser and Sean Aston, where they find a what is it? A caveman and Cena <laughs> because <laughs> right he's very he's, they find him in ice it's encino man so that was a great
0: i mean come on Johnny's grew up in encino i mean he could have grown up like by the circle k in encino where bill and ted were chilling but who knows let's just stop making genres or movies um but anywho it's it's just really <laughs> awesome and if you're an 80s kid it definitely has like all the songs and the references and i love that they did flashbacks i was curious about that like when the first flashback happened i don't don't know if it was the first or second episode I was like mm, is this cringy but then I was like this is awesome and then there's even just these characters that you have wondered where they went and then they show and you're like no way So, not yeah so um yeah I have to say it's a lot of fun especially if you just are a lover of um the karate kid you'll definitely love it yeah it's uh I just I just want to give it up uh that
1: it really did something that I don't think has been able to be done well in this, I'd say in the last five years or even 10, we've just had so many reboots, so many remakes. I'm not going to get into the, when they do it because there has to be a cultural remake, but, uh, just this idea. And also for those who are out there, we all are, but who, who want to see, the inclusion and something that's not whitewashed like the whitest clothes ever washed. Um, even though just the reality of the Valley is rich white kids. So in this one, it does, uh, give you, um, all the different, I always have a touchy thing with this. Cause I don't like labels and I don't like drawing attention to that. I don't like saying my Hawaiian friend, Kai, or my, my black brother from Boston, John, but anyway. The show also gives you a new look at not just having the good, bad happen to the two Encino kids. Um, Miguel is actually a a Mexican kid and Johnny's um, Latin uh, kid in Johnny's uh, apartment building. So There's so much to dive into. There's so much that we could, but we want to wrap it up as you're saying this is really something to see just I'm pretty sure they have the first film running on Netflix, too, because now that Cobra Kai is so so huge. So make sure to watch the first one. If you have the time, watch the second one. But the second one doesn't really apply to this one. You don't necessarily need to see it. And, um yeah, this is going to be a lot of fun, and I hope it encourages the younger generation to check out some of the wonderful, poppy, synthesized music that we didn't think was poppy and synthesized. So that's gonna, that'll be my yeah, time. How was about you Kyle, what's your modern. final <laughs>
0: <list>? <laughs> Um well, I would just say that I watched this with my daughter and I have a 15 year old and um, that's what I like the best about it. I could watch it with my kids. And I can't say that about a lot of limited series that are on um, Netflix at this point. And uh, it's just fun for everybody. It definitely covers some of the things that kids are going through so it's not boring for them like if you have kids or teenagers or whatever they're going to be into it just from how it's written from their perspective you know like if you're getting bullied stand up for yourself find your community find your um you know find your crew And then it definitely fills the glasses of the adults in the sense that you're just getting all these questions answered finally, that if you were a fan from the beginning, you've just been wondering about this whole time. So it gives a little bit of everything to any viewer. And it doesn't matter if you're like loving the 80s nostalgia, or you were like a little kid in an arcade that always wanted to like drive a Camaro, um if you did never have those feelings, it's all good. You can watch it and you'll love it. And it's, it's really great. So I think that that's what I like the best about it, that it covers a lot of the challenges that the teens are going through today, but it also is um, very relatable for just about any age and uh, generation.
1: And on a quick closing note, did um, you were telling me that your daughter had seen, excuse me, the, the Jackie Chan movie, but had she seen before you showed her this? Did you guys sit down and watch the original?
0: So yeah, that's actually like very controversial in my household because I am a Karate Kid fundamentalist, and I don't mean that in a negative way. I, um, <laughs> I appreciate what has happened with um, Jackie Chan and Jaden Smith. Don't get me wrong; that's a really good film. But I had shown my kids the original Karate Kids when they were little, but they didn't like remember. And then, of course, their generation, something like their Karate Kid comes out and it's like, you know, this new version with um, Jaden Smith who's super cool to the kids. And so that is her Karate Kid. You know what I mean? Like whenever I'm explaining like LaRusso and all these things, she's like, yeah, like she knows what I'm talking about. And yeah, I saw it. But there's no like emotion type of that. But if I were to bring up like the Karate Kid Remake, it's like, oh my gosh, that's everything she gets going, like she that's her movie, you know? So it's totally funny. Like I I just think it's really funny to see how different generations feel about different films.
1: Uh okay. Well that's cool because for everyone out there, I don't know above what age, because if we were watching the film, we were like five or six, so it's not like Oh, it's from when we were 20s, and it's our grandparents' music. So um, I got to tell you guys, get, get out there, watch all of them uh, in the nicest way. Just don't waste your time with Karate Kid 3. Karate Kid 4 just did not work. has nothing to do with the fact that it was Hillary's flank and a woman, not a guy. It just did not work. Uh, Brad Pitt and George Clooney, I love, and I didn't like Ocean 12, so I never cared what the male or female thing is so okay so watch one and then just jump into Cobra Kai and that's going to do it for us we thank you for joining us pardon that we're usually a little bit more together while we talk um so again Cobra Kai on Netflix uh make sure and check it out tell your friends to check it out I I think this is just a phenomenon that's just going to continue to go on so uh with that whether it's morning afternoon or evening or whatever other crazy time of covid day you found make sure and watch a good movie aloha thank you for listening to the talking pictures podcast real conversation and movie induced inspiration